My father was a drunk fish keeper that would go to the fish stores drunk and buy a lot of fish. He came home one day and said to my mother, We are getting more fish tanks. He came at me with the bulging fish eyes and says, Alex, you're entering the hobby and getting a fish tank. Mom yells and says, No. He says, Why so serious? That is how Aqua Alex got in the fish hobby. You're listening to the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish-keeping podcast hosted by 23-year-old fish keeper Aqua Alex Cardinal. For three years, we provided you with quality tropical fish information, and we'll continue providing some information on freshwater and saltwater tropical fish. Let's dive down deep into the aquarium and chat fish. Live from this fish room is Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is now live. Hey, how you doing? You know, it's not that easy, you know what I mean? This whole Easter thing, you know? I mean, first of all, I gotta, like, you know, paint all of these eggs, get messy with all that, right? And then I gotta go, you know, hop around with my basket of eggs, hiding them in everybody's backyard, right? It's not that easy. I'm exhausted midway through the whole ordeal. Oh, and, you know, don't mention the fact that Fido, you know, a spike, might be chasing after me while I'm delivering eggs. But I do it for the kids. That's right. I do it for Easter. So enjoy your day. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny?
Hello, tropical fish keepers. Welcome to Aquatic Wetline, the Fish Keepers Podcast. Aquatic Wetline is hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. Tonight, I present something unique, something different, but something that will definitely bring attention to the fish keeping hobby. A good friend of mine, Jeremy Stellhorn, presented me with a brilliant idea that would not only spread my message of fish keepers helping fish keepers, but also would elevate aquatic wetline into being a fun and entertaining fish keeping podcast that thinks outside the box to provide fish hobbyists with shows they would never imagine. I, Alice Cardinelli, the host, and as a fish keeper, am proud to announce that Aquatic Wetline presents to you the very first fish keeping trivia game. Sorry, I had a phone call coming through, so I had to to, uh, stop for a second before the beep came in. But anyway, this is the very first fish keeping trivia game. This right here, right now, is Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Fish Trivia. That's right. This is a fun aquatic trivia game where we're going to have eight tropical fish keepers enter every month, but only two tropical fish keepers will survive. Unfortunately for our first show, since it is Easter weekend, tonight we are expecting five Contestants. Right now, I only see three of them called in. So hopefully, within the next few minutes or so, we'll we'll get the other two contestants. But I should have realized that it was Easter this weekend, and I didn't know at the time that I when I scheduled the show. So next month we'll have uh, the eight full contestants. So we're just going to have to work with the contestants that we do have. So if you only have three contestants. What I'll do is um, the shark take is going to have to be down to two instead of four uh, if we if we only have the three contestants tonight. So this is going to be a monthly show, like I said a few minutes ago, that's going to air every month, and we're going to have eight fish keepers that enter the tank, but only two walk out as champions. Which fish keepers will become the first ever Aquatic Wetline Champion. Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Fish Trivia Game is proudly sponsored and brought to you by YourFishStuff.com. There's going to be seven rounds of questions, and the final four with the highest points will then head into the Shark Tank, where the two highest points will be the two winners. But tonight we're going to do the top two with the highest points are going to move on to the shark tank since we only have three competitors tonight. Now first place goes to the highest points at the end, and second place goes to the person with the second highest points. In the case of a tie, we will go to sudden death, where there will be just two questions worth 100 points. However, if you get one wrong answer, then you are eliminated and therefore will be the second place winner. Previous points from the Shark Tank will be carried over into the Sudden Death. 
Should there be a further tie, I will pull the points from the first seven rounds, combine them with the Shark Tank, and then whoever gets the most points wins. So, contestants, get ready for the prize announcements. This is what you are all competing for. First place is sponsored by YourFishStuff.com, and it is over four pounds of fish food. So the first place winner is going to get some delicious food from YourFishStuff.com, and you're going to be getting um, spirulina pellets. You're going to be getting red supreme color pellets. You're also going to be getting freeze-dried plankton pellets, or excuse me, freeze-dried plankton. You're also going to be getting um, tropical fish flakes, and you're also going to get Corella flakes as well. So you've got five kinds of fish food coming to you to the first place winner. Now the second place winner will have a chance to choose their own prize, and the prize options for second place are a betta with betta fish food or fish supplies or a $20 gift card to PECO. And the winner will have the choice to choose their prize. However, if you decide to choose the betta, the winner will be responsible for either having an aquarium already or a bowl for the betta. So I am telling you guys to bring your A-game. Before I introduce the contestants, I'd like to remind the listeners out there, any and all fish keepers from the United States of America are encouraged to join the fun. So make sure to sign up for May's trivia game. So it looks like for April's trivia game, we're going to have three contestants, and that's not bad. This is our first show, so next month we'll, we'll have our full eight. So it's time to meet the very first contestants who will be competing in the first-ever Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game. At the end of the show, you guys can brag about being the first contestants on Aquatic Wetline Trivia. From Whitesboro, Texas, comes 29-year-old fish keeper Donovan Barger. Donovan became keeping fish at the age of around 9 years old. His current favorite fish is Crupachromus Cassie, and he is currently keeping many different species of African cichlids. Donovan, welcome to the first ever Aquatic Wetline Trivia Game. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. I want to wish you luck. What price do you have your eyes on? Well, uh, the food sounds great, but also the pet co-card sounds awesome, too. Yeah, that's really a good price. It could do a lot with that. Definitely. I can add a new fish to my saltwater tank. Yeah, that's true. Well, I want to wish you good luck tonight. Well, thanks, Alex. You're welcome. And from Washington, D.C., comes Crayfish Fanatic and former co-host of Aquatic Wetline, Mr. James Jones. Now, James has been breeding and selling quality crayfish all over the United States of America, and he provides quality knowledge about crayfish to the aquarium hobby. I think it's safe to say crayfish are his favorite fish. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome James Jones to the Aquatic Wetline Trivia Game. James, how are you doing today, sir? 
Hey, I'm blasting yourself, man. Happy Easter. Hope you have a great Easter weekend so far. Oh, it's been lovely. Yeah, we finally have nice weather down here. Yeah, yeah, it's tired of the cold, man. It's time to go outside and play in the creeks. I agree with you. Good luck tonight. Thanks, huh? All right, and our it looks like our final contestant is going to be someone that's new to the aquatic wet line. And from Creighton, Pennsylvania, comes John Morgan. John was the very first contestant to sign up way back in the beginning of March. John, welcome to the show. Welcome to Aquatic Wetline in general. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here on Aquatic Wetline. I hope you have a lot of fun tonight. I'm sure I will. All righty. Sounds good. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start our trivia game in just a second here. I don't know if I went over the rules yet, just yet, so we're going to check. All right, so before we begin, I'm going to go over the rules. Oh, yeah, it's time to play fish keeping trivia. Let me lay down the law for you. These are the rules of Aquatic Quitline Aquatic Trivia Game. Each contestant will be called out to answer the questions. You may even guess the answers. You will have one minute to guess all the answers. The seven other contestants' microphones will be muted so you won't be able to hear the contestant answering the questions. Fair play here. Each correct answer is worth ten points. There will be a double point and triple point round at some point in the show. If you hear a buzzard sound, it means you've got a wrong answer. You get three wrong answers per round. You hit three, you can't play in the rest of the round. The final four will battle it out in the shark tank, with only two walking out as the winners. Let's see which fish keepers are really the cream of the crop. All right, so just a reminder, each question is worth ten points for a correct answer, and there are seven rounds. And the top two will head to the shark tank where we'll determine our um, two champions. So I'm not sure how this is going to work, I guess. Uh, whoever's in the shark tank will both be the winners tonight because I was kind of planning for the five competitors. But whatever, it, whatever, we'll just work with what we have. So I would like to uh, tell you guys how you can know if you got a correct answer and a wrong answer. If you get a correct answer... You will hear this buzzer. And if you get a wrong answer, you will also hear this buzzer. And just to keep everything fair, when we're doing a round, the other contestants' microphones will be muted just to make sure that everything is fair and um, even. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And we're going to start with round one. And round one question is, name a fish that even non-fish keepers would know. In other words, name a fish that would be considered famous in the tropical fish hobby. There are five answers, 
and we'll start with John. So, John, uh, let's see, Tiger Barbs. Nope, unfortunately, no tiger barbs. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you also get two hints, by the way, if you want to use them. All right. I could use a hint. Okay, this is a fish that every pet store has, and it's a fish that is really, really popular, and it's a, a it's a fish that. China and Japan and Vietnam love. Better fish? Yes, better fish is the top answer. Awesome. There's four more answers. So I keep guessing? Yes. Um, short tail? Yes. Live bearers is the answer, but I'll, I'll take uh, okay. short tail. So, so far you've got 20 points. Mollies could be under can be under the uh, live bearer section. Right. Um. Um. So I can think of as African cichlids. So you finished this round with 20 points. Right. We'll see you in round two. Okay, so John finished round one with 20 points. Now we're going to go ahead and go to Mr. Donovan Barger. Donovan, how are you, sir? Good, how are you? Good. So name a fish that even non-fish keepers would know. In other words, name a fish that would be considered famous in the tropical fish hobby. There are five answers. Okay. Beta, goldfish, Oscar, angelfish, and clownfish. Well, you're the first person to get all the all the questions right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so you got 50 points. So you're in the lead yeah. right now. Awesome. <laughs> and finally, we have uh, James Jones, who's going to answer the round one question. And round one is name a fish that even non-fish keepers would know. In other words, name a fish that would be considered famous in the tropical fish hobby. There are five answers, James. 
Um, Gubby. Yep, Guppy's up there with uh, live bearers. Uh-oh, that's one, right? Yep, that's one. You also get two hints if you can't get the other five. Or other four, I mean. Oh, I still got to guess the rest of them? Yeah. There's five hints. Um, a goldfish? Yep. Um, could I say a tiger barb, something like that? Uh, no, no barbs. No barbs. Um, how about a catfish? Yeah, catfish are there are catfish, corridors cats. And there's one more, right? Yes. Um. Wow. 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 What will what, what, what will be the last one? Uh, search pet cold tank. Search pet cold tank. Um. There would be one specific section in Peco. Uh, let me and go with a convict. Yep. Oh, so you got. That was a guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cichlids were the the last category, so you got thirty points. Uh oh. All right, so that's our first round. So now we're going to get ready to head into our second round, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, recap the scores. So right now Donovan is in the lead with 50, and John has 20, and James is second with 30 points. And uh, somewhere there's going to be a triple and double points round in the show. So let's head to round two. This is one of my favorite rounds that I have for you guys. And the que- the question is, name a fish that is venomous and could also cause a very painful sting. There are four answers for this. So we're going to go ahead and start with um, John again. So, John, round <laughs> this is two. a tough one. Yeah, round two is name a fish that is venomous and could cause a very painful sting. And you get two hints as well here. Um, a stonefish? <laughs> Which one? Fish? A stonefish? Lionfish? Yep. You got both of those right. There's 20 points for you. Um. I think. <laughs> uh, an eel? An eel? No. I think I like what No eel. Uh, stingray? Stingray? Yep, stingray. Um, I think That's all I can think of. Okay, so you're going to finish this round with... 30 points, so you have a total of 50 points now. Okay. 
Awesome. So now we're going to go and head to uh, Donovan. So now round two is going to go to Donovan. And, Donovan, the question for round two again is, name a fish that is venomous and can cause a very painful sting. There are four answers, and you do have two hints. A puffer fish? Puffer. Mm. Unfortunately, no. Wow, okay. Um, the rabbit fish? Yep, that one's up there. And a stingray? That's the top answer. And a box fish can sting you? Yep. Um, a catfish stings. Sure. The coral catfish. So how many do I have left to get? You got them all now. So congratulations. Well, you got three oh. of a, three or four, right? So congratulations. I was gonna say lionfish too. Oh, lionfish, there you go. Now you got all of them. So you're going to leave this round with 40 points. Yes. And finally, oh, and finally, the second round will conclude with uh, Mr. James Jones. Again, the question for round two is name a fish that is venomous and could cause a very painful sting. There are four answers. And I gotta choose all four. Yes, if you can. Um, the lionfish. Correct. That's the top answer. Um, what else is um poisonous? Um, I don't even know if it's poisonous, but um, a dwarf octopus. It's poisonous. Yeah, they are poisonous, so I'll take that in. Um. Oh man, what's the one that um that killed my man? Rest in peace. The crocodile hunter. The um. Oh man. Stingrays. Yeah, there we go, stingrays. That's correct. All right, and the last one. Ah, uh, is. Poisonous. Um. Hmm. Yeah. How much time I got for that one? Because <laughs> I'm being wild over this last one. Um. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Thirty seconds. I. Right. What's poisonous? What's poisonous? What's poisonous? What's poisonous? Um. Wow. I think I'm gonna miss out on that one, but I'll say a um a blowfish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You got you got seventy points. You got seventy points now combined with round one. <laughs> That'll work. Perfect. All right, so round two is pretty good. So um, looking at the score now, Donovan has a perfect 90. Um, John has 
40, and James will finish with 70 points for the first two rounds. So now I'm going to have to keep track of the points because now round three is going to be a double point round. And this is going to be our uh, Piranha Double. Ding, ding, ding. It's the Piranha Double Point Round. Each correct answer gets 20 points. 20 points, 20 points. Okay, so I'm just going to write down the um, score so I don't forget again. Okay. All right, we're good now. <laughs> so each of the correct answers are worth 20 points. And the question for round three is probably for you guys going to be easy because you guys are freshwater. But what are the most common cichlids that come from the Amazon? And there are five answers, and we're going to start with Mr. Donovan Barger again. So, Donovan, what are what are the five most common cichlids that come from the Amazon? You got angelfish. Let's see if angelfish is up there. Yes, that is correct, angelfish. Oscars. Yep, I know Oscars is up there. So that's correct, too. Discus? Yep. And... So you got um, three. Se- Severum? Yep. One more. Uh, Festivum? Yep. They're pretty common. I'll take that. So you got all five points. Or all, or all, yeah, you got all the answers. So you got 20 times five. So that's cool. So you're in the Sweet. lead now. Thank you. All right. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move to John now. And. The question again, John, is name five of the most common cichlids that come from the Amazon. Um, discus? Yep, correct. Um, Oscars? Yes, sir. Um, angelfish? Yes, sir. Um, what else? Um, flower horns? No. Unfortunately, no. <coughs> but they're a man made fish. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You pressed that by accident. accident. My mind's going blank right now. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Okay, so you get 60 points, so you have a total of 90 now. I was thinking arowanas, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, they're uh, they're an oddball, but they're one of my favorite fish. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so we're going to go to James Jones for round three, the double point round. And again, the question is, name so name the five most common cichlids that come from the Amazon. Oh, man, the Amazon. Um, the piranha. No, piranhas aren't no. are cichlids. Oh, you said cichlids. They are common fish from Amazon, though. Yeah, you did say cichlids. I didn't. My fault. Um, cichlids, 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 cichlids. Um, uh, why am I drawing a blank on a favorite fish that I love? Um, cichlid from the Amazon. Cichlid from the Amazon. Um, hold on. Don't you got the angelfish? Yep, angelfish is correct. Sorry, I clicked. I don't know why my mouse keeps clicking on these audio. Sorry about that. Um, I don't know if they come from the Amazon. Um, I'm gonna just say it: the red devil. Uh, yes, I do think they come from the Amazon, so I'll say yes to that one. Um, the Manigwansi. That one comes from Central America, so unfortunately, Central, no. Yeah, yeah, it's Central. Um, and the flower horn is a man-made. Um, the CERN. Huh? The Serum? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Severum? Yeah. Yep, that's there. So you have 25 seconds left. Um. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank with cichlids right now. Um. The dolphin head. Let's just throw anything out there. I'm looking at a sign that say dolphin head. No, that's African, but that is a very yeah. nice fish. There is a fish, and I'm looking at a sign at a carry out. <laughs> <Dolphin. laughs> there, there is one. But you got wow. 60 points from this round. Hey, that'll work. Congratulations. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> man. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play a word from our sponsor, yourfishstuff.com, so that I can calculate all of your guys' points. Yourfishstuff.com freeze-dried plankton. Plankton is a bite-sized treat with a big punch for any freshwater or saltwater fish. All natural, tasty for fish. Enhances color and is remarkably healthy. All add up to one serious snack. Plankton's unique nutritional qualities make it an almost perfect food for many fish. An excellent source of natural as toxin. It will bring out the natural colors of your fish. It's high in protein 
and highly unsaturated fatty acid content promote good health and conditioning. Nutritionally comparable to its larger cousin, krill. All types of fish enjoy plankton. This specific ocean relative of the shrimp is a crustacean, which is a part of many fish's natural diet. Now you can find freeze-dried plankton at yourfishstuff.com forward slash freeze-dried. For a quarter pound, $10.99. For a half pound, $18.99. One pound, $38.99. Two pounds, $79.99. And five pounds, $199.99. YourFishStuff.com Tropical Flakes Your Fish Stuff Tropical Flakes are designed for all types of fish. These are great for a community tank. Loaded with salmon, shrimp, krill, spirulina, and kelp, you will see why this is one of our best fish food sellers. Fantastic and fresh. Compare our ingredients and see the difference in your fish and the clarity of your aquarium water. We don't use low-cost fillers that just contribute to higher maintenance time and cost. Better quality food will save you time, effort, and money in the long run. Your fish will look fantastic, your water will be clearer, and you will not have to replace or clean your filter pads as often. All of our foods are made in small batches of 100 pounds or less and manufactured right here in the United States of America using high quality ingredients grown and processed in the USA. This process results in very fresh and large flakes with no preservatives. No small powdered flakes that clog your filters. High quality fresh large flakes your fish are sure to love. Prices: a quarter pound five ninety nine, a half pound seventy uh, seven ninety nine, one pound ten ninety nine, two pounds twenty one ninety nine, and five pounds forty seven ninety nine. To purchase this, please go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash flip. All right. So the first place winner will be receiving both freeze-dried plankton and the tropical fish flakes along with Purina pellets, super red uh, color pellets, and another food. Now we're ready for round four. And round four's question is name a fish that can live in brackish water, fresh water, and salt water. And there are five answers for that. And it's a... Uh, pretty cool scenario because the fish, one of these five fish can live in both brackish, fresh water, and salt water. And once again, we'll start with Mr. Donovan. So, so Donovan, name five fish that can live in fresh water, uh, brackish water, and salt water. Um, man, this is a tough one. some reason, I kept thinking mollies, but I don't think that's it. It actually is, so you're you're right about the mollies. Mm. I pressed the wrong button. Uh, Sorry about that. It's wrong button. Correct. 
It's actually a correct answer. There you go. Then you got (laughs) a uh, spotted green puffer fish. Yep, you got that one right. Why? Man, this is tough. (laughs) The archer fish. You got the puffer. Archer fish. Archer fish, yes. Um, so you got three of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking hardcore because I've seen this all before. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Man, I'm drawing a blank, dude. So they're gonna finish with three? Yeah, that's that's all I got, dude. Okay, so. Your score is 190 plus the 30 now. Awesome. So you're in the you're in the lead. Awesome, awesome. All right. So for round four, we're going to go to uh, Mr. John, and the question again is: Name a fish that can live in brackish water, fresh water, and salt water. And there are five answers for this round as well. Um, trying to think here. Uh, would Molly be one of them? Yes, Molly is one of them. Very, very good. I can't think of too many fish that do that. Um, I'm thinking maybe an archer fish, maybe? Yes, correct. Archers do that too. Uh, is a possible goldfish? Glowfish? Glowfish as in like the glow tetras? Uh, The goldfish, yeah. Oh, goldfish, yes. So there's three. Um, What about a puffer fish? Yep. Correct. So you so far have got four of them. So you have a total of four points. Huh? My brain's in overload here. My brain's in overload here. Uh, that's all I can. That's that's all I can think of. Okay, perfect. So you got four out of five. My brain's in overload too. This is my my very first trivia show, and I'm clicking wrong buttons and stuff. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, have Mr. James Jones answer round four. Name five fish that can go from fresh water to salt water to brackish water. Uh oh. Yeah, way out my lead with this one. But let me think, let me think. Because I know I know of one. There's a Molly. I know a Molly. Yep, that's correct. The Molly's correct. And it don't have to go into a fish tank, right? No. Okay, a bull shark. Yes, that's correct. Uh, all right, now we're going to play a guessing game with fishing. Um, A bass, please don't let make me have the name, which kind? Yep, there are, are there actually are saltwater bass species, so I'll take that answer. Yeah, I love fishing. So one more. Uh, 
One more, one more. Come on, come on, come on. One more, one more, one more. Or actually two more. Two more, two more. Oh, that's terrible. Two more. I I know they can't go into fresh water, but I think you said you had one before, uh, um, pufferfish. Yep, there are actually freshwater ones. There we go. Um, oh, I'm gonna get this one wrong. Um, what's the salt water that can go to brackish salt that can go to? Um, just straight out of left field because I don't even know. Um, a surgeon. No. Would you like Would you like a hint? No, I said a surgeon. Sturgeon? Like the like the giant ones? Or any of them? <laughs> I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, sturgeon. I'm just, okay, I'm just thinking of yes. fish or fresh. I mean, saltwater and brackish. All right, so you got all the answers. Uh oh, I don't know nothing about saltwater fish. You got them all. Fishing helped. <laughs> Fishing helped. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to move to round number five. All right, so now we're going to move to round five. But before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and update your guys' scores. This is a very, very close game. And Mr. Donovan Barger has 220 points. And um, Mr. John Morgan has 130, and let's see here. And James Jones has 160 so far, so very, very close game. It could be anyone's taking right now. Round number five is name a popular saltwater fish that comes from Hawaii. This might be a tough question for you guys, but I'm I'm confident you guys will get it. So name a popular saltwater fish that comes from Hawaii, and uh, we'll start with Mr. Donovan. Oops. Donovan, name name five fish that are five saltwater fish that come from Hawaii. Uh, the flame angel. Correct. That's the top answer. The um, <coughs> barracuda. No, unfortunately not. The Japanese angelfish? No. Unfortunately. Huh. How about the Hawaiian zebra blenny? Yes. I'll take that one. <laughs> Alright. Um the spiny cowfish? Yep. Spotted boxfish. I'll take that. They live in Hawaii. So you got 15 seconds. The pyramid butterfly fish. There you go. You got them all. Yes. You got all five answers. Well, I'm surprised you know salt water. 
Well, I really like salt water. That's good. <laughs> Congratulations on getting 50 points this round. Thanks, sir. You're welcome. So now we'll go uh, we'll go to Mr. John Morgan, who I accidentally clicked on when I uh, mentioned Donovan. Um, so, John, please name five fish that are from saltwater that are common in Hawaii. Um, a millet seed butterfly fish, I know. Correct. That's a that's a very good very good answer. Um, Hawaiian triple fin. Yes, correct. Um, I know a few of them. Um, what was the other one? I know another one. Um, I can't think of nothing else. Okay, so you just want to do the two? I'm just uh, give me one second. Um, I'm, I know them. There's one that's bright yellow. I know there's a butter, another butterfly, but I can't think of the name of it. The other one was, I think, a striped boarfish, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You mean the bannerfish? A a striped boarfish. Yep, that's correct. Yellow. And the only other one, I think, it's an angel. um, I think it's a masked angel. Yes. I can't that I can't think of my mess. All right, perfect. You got four, so that's forty points. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll go to Mr. James Jones now. And again, the question is: Name a popular saltwater fish that comes from Hawaii. Oh man, for that all freshwater question. Uh, how many of them are there? Let's see. Says you there five. are five, yeah. Or actually four. Four. All right, I can come close because I do know three of them. That's just because of my job. Um, the Desmail fish, don't make me name the witch kind, please. Yep, there are damsels. Um, I do know the one by name is a um, Flaming Angel fish. Yep, flame angel. Those are beautiful. And the last one is a barracuda. I can tell you how it looks, but I can't tell you which one it is. Hmm. No barracuda? There's no barracuda. You sure? Yeah. I couldn't find any from Hawaii. Well, that was the only three I knew. I thought it was a barracuda that came from Hawaii. Here's a hint. There's one that's really bright yellow that comes from Hawaii. A tang? Yep, yellow tang. Here's the only one that got that when I when I hinted <laughs> it out. 
Hey, that's now they say you learn something new every day. <laughs> you have thirty five seconds. Or do you want you just wanna call the three? Um, yeah, I just call it at the three. All right, perfect. So now we're we're gonna head to round six and this is gonna be the triple point round, which we call the stingray round. Bang. Do I have me? Uh, yeah. What about the electric catfish? Yes, electric catfish. Now you have Elect- um, 12 seconds. Electric stargazer? Yep. You got all of them. Oh, okay, cool. Perfect, so 90 points. Yeah. All right, we'll go to uh, Mr. John Morgan. And, again, the question is worth 30 points each. There are three answers. What are some fish that can shock you or produce electricity? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Couldn't hear you so first. What, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now okay? Yeah, I hear you okay now. Do you want me to repeat the question? Yes, if you can. You're, uh, I don't know why my phone's going out on me. Okay, no problem. The question is, what are some fish that can shock you, or other words, produce electricity? Um, an electric eel? Yes, that's correct. Um, an electric ray? Electric what? An electric ray? Yes. So there's oh, another you mean one stingray? Um, stingray? Yeah. Oh, no. 
that one's uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I think you said something else. All right. Um, there's another one. It's a hornet. Um, and, uh, there's one that comes from Africa. One's a hornet. Uh, Oriental hornet? Yes. I could be saying it wrong. <laughs> So there's only one um, more. And I don't think a platypus is considered a fish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know what it is. <laughs> An elephant nose fish? Yes, you're the only one that guessed that. Oh well. <laughs> Knife fish actually do produce um, electricity, so that's pretty cool. So you've got 90 that's points cool. in this round. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go to our uh, third contestant. And now it is uh, James's turn. And, again, the, the question is worth 30 points. Name three fish that produce electricity. Three fish that create electricity. Uh, that's a good one. Um, Rebel monsters on this one. Electric eel. Yes. Um, electric catfish. Yes. And there's an electric um stingray. I think. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it is. It was one on um, River Monster. Oh yeah, you guys are right. There is, there was one. I didn't. Thank River you for reminding Monster. me. So I'll <laughs> give all of you guys. I'll give you guys all thirty points for that. Uh oh. St. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I I didn't even know about it until you just said it a minute ago. Minute ago. That's that awesome. Work. So you got you got all the answers for that round. Uh oh. I should get <laughs> bonus points for calling the show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're in our final round before we find out who's going to the uh, Shark Tank. This one should be a real easy one for you guys. There's four answers to this one, and this question's worth ten points for each correct answer. Round seven is named the best beginner freshwater species of fish for newbie hobbyists. And once again, we'll start with Donovan. So, Donovan, name some freshwater fish that are perfect for beginners. Four answers. Danios? Yes, Danios, correct. Black, black mollies? Yes, correct. Black skirt tetras. Yes, correct. Sword tails. Yes. All right, you named four Thetis. of them. Oh, okay. Perfect, you got all four. Awesome. All right, so now we're going to head to Mr. John again. John, name four fish that are perfect for beginners, freshwater. 
I'm going to try and put my favorite fish is uh, cherry barb. Yep, correct. Are my other ones are guppies. Yep. Um, sword tails. Yes. And uh, one of my other favorites are uh, neon tetras. Correct. You got all four. Nice. <laughs> all right. So we'll go to Mr. James now. So now we're going to Mr. James. James, name four fish that are perfect for beginners in freshwater. You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, the first one, guppies. Correct. Um, platies. Yes. Um, sword tails. Yep. Ah, uh, dang, dang, Um, I'm gonna say it because they are, but most people won't think it. Corridors. Yes, perfect. You got all four. Corridors are actually very easy to keep. Yeah, very easy. Hard to ship, but easy to keep. That's true. All right, so those are our uh, seven rounds. We completed seven rounds, and right now I'm going to go ahead and take a quick intermission. That way I can tally up all the scores and see who's moving on to the shark tank. So we'll be right back after this short intermission, which is going to have one song and feature some um, announcements and things like that, and then we'll be right back to determine which two will be the first ever Aquatic Wetline Champions and battle it out in the Shark Tank? We're going to hear a song called Green Light. Red light, green light. Everybody take a shot. Red light, green light. Give me everything you got. Red light. Mr. 305, Flow Rider and Lunch Money. Three Miami boys, you know what time it is. Give me the green light, cause I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time. What you waiting for? You only got one life, and we gon' live it up. So give me the green light, cause I'm ready to go. Let's go. 
What you waiting for? You only got one life. One life. And we gon' live it up. So give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to go.
aquatic wetline and tropical fish mania will rise in 2018. Saturday, April 14th, 2018, Aquatic Wetline presents Tropical Fish Mania 2. Which fish keeping superstars will be on Tropical Fish Mania 2 to talk about the fish they love? Which fish will become the second Tropical Fish Champion on Aquatic Wetline? Plus, will Tropical Fish Mania 2 be broadcast live on location or somewhere? Find out next year as Tropical Fish Mania 2 takes place Saturday, April 14th, 2018 at 9 p.m. Eastern.
to all the fish keepers who like to cook. Now you know what cooking podcast to check out. I'm Chef Alex and I approve this message. Hey, yeah, uh, this is the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish keeping show brought to you by Aqua Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Let's get back to the tropical fish chat right now. <laughs> okay, we're back here live on the very first Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game. And tonight we are going to declare the first two Aquatic Wetline champions. We were supposed to have eight contestants, then we were supposed to have five, but only three showed up. But we're having fun, and next month we'll be back to normal for this show, and we will um, have eight contestants. We have a very, very close game, because the second and third spot is tied. So what's going to happen is all three of the contestants are going to go to the Shark Tank, and the person with the fewest points in the Shark Tank will be eliminated. But since tonight is Easter, um, I'm going to give all three contestants a prize, and the third contestant can choose um, from one of the um, other prizes that the second-place winner doesn't get, or they can also have the same prize. It doesn't really matter to me. So because it is Easter and I like to um, give back to the aquarium hobby, I'm going to give all three people a, um, a prize tonight, and I also want to show them their gratitude, my gratitude for them being here tonight because it really does mean a lot to me because if it wasn't them, I wouldn't be having the show tonight. But anyway, the scores are from, round, from the seven rounds. The scores are Donovan 490, James and John have a total of 300, which is very, very shocking. Um, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. So now we're going to go ahead and get to the Shark Tank, and we're going to start all new with points, um, unless, unless there's a tide. Uh, each correct answer is 50 points, and each wrong answer is minus 25. But some of these questions you guys should be able to answer. Congratulations, brother. You've made it to the final four, dude. Do you have what it takes to walk out as an aquatic wetline champion? Each question is worth 50 points, and each wrong answer subtracts 25 points, brother. The final two with the most points are the winners. First place goes to the highest points at the end, dude. In the case of a tie, dude, we will go to sudden death where there will be just two questions worth 100 points, brother. However, if you get one wrong answer, dude, then you are eliminated and therefore will be the second place winner, brother. Previous points from the Shark Tank will be carried into the sudden death, dude. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Should there be a further tie, dude, I will pull points from the first seven rounds, combine them with the Shark Tank, and then whoever gets the most points, brother, so what you gonna do, brother? Because Shark Tank begins now. Ooh, yeah. 
So here we are in the Shark Tank, and uh, hopefully we don't have to make it to uh, sudden death. So the first question in the Shark Tank, there's only one answer. This is a lot different than um, the seven rounds. This is basically a question and an answer thing. So the first question in the Shark Tank is what happens to your aquarium when you do a water change? And remember, each correct answer is 50 points, and each wrong answer is minus 25. So the first question is, what happens to your aquarium when you do a water change? And we'll start with uh, Mr. Donovan Barger once again. So, Donovan, what happens to your aquarium when you do a water change? What happens to the aquarium when I do a water change is it pulls out the ammonia out of the water, and then it also takes out the old nasty water and then when you put new water in you have all that ammonia out of there which keeps your fish healthy and doesn't get ammonia burned did you correct I was trying to find the correct (laughs) oh sorry you got 50 points on the first question. So we'll head to our next contestant. Congratulations on getting that question right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so now we'll go on to our next contestant, which is going to be John. And again, John, the question is, what happens to your aquarium when you do a water change? When you do a water change, you're actually removing the pollutants in the water like the ammonias, the nitrates, nitrates and phosphates that build up over time. Perfect. Correct. You got that right. So we'll head on to our final contestant. And Mr. James, what happens to your aquarium when you do a water change? Um, a lot happens when you do a water change. You, um... In a cycle tank, you help lower the nitrates in it, as well as to remove the bio load that the fish produce and waste. Perfect. That's correct. You did a great job yeah. there. Yeah, that was too easy, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would know, but I said he's gonna know this one. <laughs> I remember you told me you had an aquarium maintenance company before. Yeah. Oh, I still have it. That's why I said this one was too easy. I think you wanted me to win. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm thinking about starting my own, but I'm not sure what you have to do to get to actually set up one. Not much. Not much. Get with me out to the show. We can sit down and talk about that one. Ain't much. I'll have to find out about your laws and your state, but not that much. You don't have to get, like, a business degree or anything like that, right? Nah, unless you want to just be fancy for someone. All you need is a doing business as license, tell the IRS you're in business, and pay your taxes. Keep them books right, you got no problem. Perfect. So I'll message you after the show. That'll work. All right, so this is probably going to be another easy question for you guys. The second question is, what causes the disease known as ick, a disease that we all fear, in freshwater and saltwater? So we'll go ahead and go to uh, 
Mr. Donovan Barger again. So, Donovan, what causes the disease known as ick? Okay. Well, to my understanding, it's the temperature, but that's all I do know. Or stress, honestly. Yes, temperature and stress. So I'll I'll give you the points for that. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So now we'll go to Mr. John Morgan. John, what uh, what can cause ick in your aquarium? You there, John? Oh, you can't hear? Okay, I'll repeat the question to you. What causes the disease known as ick? Uh, Usually sudden uh, water changes like that, water temperature. Yes, that's correct. And also stress does too, so um, you got the answer correct. So now we'll head on to our uh, third uh, opponent. I bet you Mr. James is going to get this right. He's probably the smart, smarter than me on this one. So, uh, James, what causes ick in an aquarium? Um, the number one thing that causes um, ick in aquarium is poor water quality that causes stress to the fish that cause that ick. Yes, that's right. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the one things I had to deal with, we're dealing with fish in the beginning because most of us are spontaneous buyers. We go to the store, we see, we want, we buy, then get home and realize that tank we have set up ain't ready for them, and that's when the salt starts falling on them. I know that, and I know that uh, in, in worst-case scenarios, Zelda can develop that way too. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. I don't mean to, you know, start teaching within a game show, but a lot of people don't know that the eggs actually lays on the babies. Once they hatch, they they fall down into your gravel, and then they come, they produce more and come back. That's why water changes are so so important. That is very very true. So we're going to move on to our third question, which may or may not be an easy question, depending on some of the types of fish that you keep. But name a fish or an invert that cannot handle salt or copper in their aquariums. And we'll start with um, Donovan once again. So, Donovan, name a fish or an invert that can't handle salt or copper. Placosomus. Yes, I'll give you 25 points for that one. Do you know any other sensitive ones? Oh, no, I thought we were just supposed to answer one. Okay, yeah, you could do this one. That's fine, too. Perfect. We'll head on to our uh, second contestant. So... 
Mr. Uh, Mr. John, do you know of any fish that are sensitive to copper or uh, salt? Hello? Yeah, now I can hear you. I'm sorry, but I don't know why my phone's gone now. No problem. Do you know of any fish that are sensitive to copper or uh, salt? Um, that include the saltwater fish like the uh, anemones? Yes. And uh, shrimp? Yes, perfect. So you get 100 points on that for <laughs> for answering more than one. I forgot to mention that when I told you guys about the shark tank, you can have more than one answer in your in your question, but you got them both. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I know he's going to get this one right. Uh James, do you know of anything in an aquarium that can't handle um salt or copper? Oh man, that's too easy because that's what happened with the food that my crayfish eat, and that's a snail. Yes, snails and uh, can crayfish handle them too? Crayfish can handle a little salt. They're a little better with it than um, than snails. Most of the time, when you drop salt in there, the snails just start going down. Depending on the crayfish, if you can add small amounts of it too, but it's more of a calcium thing with the crayfish more than salt. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I think you're gonna come on again soon. You're getting some more crayfish soon? No, I said I need to come on your show soon before we can talk more crayfish. I ain't been on there in a while. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to have you on again. I always enjoy chatting crayfish with you. Yeah, we can, that's another thing we can talk about after this is done. Sounds good. So we're going to go ahead and go to our um, our next question, and this is going to be a very easy question for you guys. And, again, you can name more than one if you know more than one answers. And the question is, besides local fish stores, where else can fish keepers purchase fish? And we'll head to Donovan again. So do I name companies or do I name like companies do I do work? Here? Companies work in in other places too. Okay, well we got Southeast Cichlids, you got Dave's Rare Aquarium Fish, you got Bean Town Aquatics, you got Imperial Tropicals. I mean, I, I can I can go on. <laughs> <laughs> so how how many did you get? Four, or was that five? I couldn't count. Five. Okay. Wow, you're good at this. I mean, I can keep going if you want to. If you want to, it's up to you. So far, you got 250 points for that. Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Also, you say buy fish or get fish? Same thing, buy or get. Okay, if you're wanting, like, your American or Texas cichlids, I can walk outside and go to the lake and get some Texas cichlids myself. You know, uh, Central America, if you live there, you can get them. If you uh, 
they drove from the Amazon. You can get them there. I mean, just depends on where you live at, what you do. I mean. Well, so you got 300 points altogether from this, from right, this one I'll, question. I'll stop there, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to the other two. And we'll go to Mr. John again. And the question again is, besides local fish stores, where else can fish keepers purchase or get fish? And you can you can answer as many that you can think of. Um, I know I get fish at fish clubs at the auctions. Um, yes. I buy from uh, Wonder Cichlids, Imperial Tropics. Yes. And I, I buy a lot of my fish from Southeast Cichlids. Um, I buy fish from uh, Tom's Tom Tang and, and, and just different fish breeders on the Internet. I mean... That's all I can think of right now. Perfect. So you got 300 points on that. <laughs> That's awesome. So now we'll go to our, our third contestant, and let's uh, bring his mic on. Um, so, James, besides local fish stores, where else can fish keepers purchase fish or get fish? Hey, Alice, this is a trick question because you can get them from crayfishkings.com, but we're not even going to put that one here right now. Right. Hey, I'll give you, you that one because you can buy crayfish there. <laughs> you can buy crayfish there and guppies soon. We're about to have some guppies. and want to spend some good money on some uh, a trio of guppies, so I'm playing around with guppies right now. But to answer your question, other places that you can go than, uh, than you, you said the local pet store, so that's the chain stores or the mom pops, those two are not included? Yes. All right. The, and you said three? Yeah, or as many as, many as you can. Um, you have eBay, Aquabid. Um, you, well, actually, you have online stores. You, um, and I guess that's where we got to go at because you said no mom pops. But um, Aquabid, um, eBay, Although Amazon actually allows you to sell, haven't seen it, but I've been told that they allow you to sell on Amazon. Um, Facebook, I sell so many crayfish on Facebook, as well as to come to my website whenever it comes back up at crayfish uh, crayfishkings.com. So that should have covered a whole bunch of them. Perfect. So you got you got three hundred points on that. Yeah, that was a, that was that was cheating. They may think you setting this up for me, Alex. <laughs> I know. I I couldn't <laughs> think of any like questions for the Shark Tank. All three of you guys got the same amount of points, so it's a really easy question. Uh oh. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna have to uh, to ask one more question. This one may may or may not be uh, easy question if if you've never kept this fish before. But name some tank mates for the king of the Amazon discus cichlids. And again, you can name as many as you want. And again, we'll start. This time, we'll start with Mr. John Morgan. So, 
John, I'd like for you to name some tank mates that can live with discus. I'm thinking uh, clown loaches. Yes, they can live with, with discus. Uh, uh, tetras. Uh, I mean those tetras. Perfect. One of my favorite tetras. Uh, German blue rams. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Um, there's all kinds of tetras that could live with them. I don't know if that'll qualify or not. Yeah, sure. Tetras in general. There's a there's a there's like over a thousand of them. Rosy tetras. <laughs> yeah. My favorites are the barbs, tetras. Tiger barbs. They're kind of nippy. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. Okay. So you get 250 from this round. Perfect. And now we'll head to uh, Mr. Donovan Barger. Donovan, can you name some tank mates for discus? I heard unmuted. Is that me, Alex? Yeah, that's you, sir. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm going to start off with your uh, German Blue Rams, and then I'm going to go to, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce this completely, but the Ancestress and the Clown Loaches, the Rummy Nose Tetras, Glow Light Tetras, Rosy Tetras. Yes, you got all of them. That was about awesome. five answers, right? Um, yeah, that was five. Or six, actually. Okay, six. Wow, you're dominating this. I made these questions a little bit easy. No, they're pretty hard, dude. i got to think pretty hard. Because you, you actually gave me some time to think on this one. Okay. So you get 300 points here. So you got you got three uh three hundred points on this round added with your other points. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. All right. So we'll head to our final contestant. And uh Mr. James Jones, could you tell us some uh tank mates that can live with discus? Uh-oh, that's why I guess I'm guess i not going to be the first-place winner off of this one because I only know of one, and that's a neon. I can probably yeah. guess on a few more, but if is it one or how want. many I got to give up? You could do as much as you want. Oh, man, I'm definitely going to lose. Um, Wow. Um, Corey's and Yes, Platty. Corey's can live with this. this. Platty's, how about Platty's? Yes. How yes. about a sword tail? All of them go together. Yeah, sword tails could. <laughs> do I got room for more? How many was that? I think that's four. That's you four. can do more if you want. Okay. Um, okay, I want to ask the cheat and ask who did more than me. Um, ugh. I probably, is it any fault for catfish that'll live with them? 
250 points on this one. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's only if I, that's a high score compared to the others. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so. 250 only matter compared to the others. Who knows? I haven't calculated them yet. It's all good. I'm having fun. So if I come in last place, I still come in first. And you still win something. Yeah, that's why I say I still come in first. That's true. Okay, so I'm going to take a moment to calculate all the scores, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, play. Um, oops, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the your fish stuff uh, promos for for uh, our sponsor. Yourfishstuff.com soft berlina pellets. Nutrient-packed, sinking small pelleted formula for small to medium freshwater or marine fish. A soft, nutrient-packed, pelleted formula for marine and tropical fish that is an excellent alternative to frozen food. Your Fish Stuff Soft Spirulina is a super rich food containing high amounts of spirulina algae. It's the first ingredient. When spirulina algae is combined with a soft and moist base diet, a superfood is created. Boosted lipids, essential amino acids, vitamins, minerals, and more. This easily digestible pellet is perfect for herbivores, for grazing omnivores from tangs to rabbit fish to Pocosimus to Trophius. Contains vitamins, amino acids, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, and other essential nutrients for healthy, colorful fish. Appetite stimulating and easily digestible super soft pellets are wonderful to your prized fish's diet. The price is quarter pound $5.99, half pound $8.99, one pound $15.99, and two pounds $29.99, and five pounds $65.99. Just go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash pellets. Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by YourFishStuff.com. YourFishStuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference. Buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman, no food masses produced by large corporations, no food sitting around in warehouses. Just fresh, healthy food from your fish stuff to you. Quality ingredients like fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina, and corella algae. Doesn't cloud water. And all of their fish food is made fresh, crafted in small batches, hobbyists owned and operated. 
and all of their fish food is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. So check out YourFishStuff.com for quality fish food and aquarium equipment such as nets, filters, medications, and more. That's www.yourfishstuff.com, a proud sponsor of Aquatic Wetlines. Your Fish Stuff Freeze-Dried Krill. Yourfishstuff.com are quite proud of their freeze-dried krill as it is some of the finest krill you'll ever see. Freshly dried and packed, it comes straight to your door. It is one of YourFishStuff.com's most popular fish food, and for good reason, as our freeze-dried krill has unique nutritional qualities that make it a perfect food for many tropical fish. An excellent source of nutritional acetoxin will bring out the natural colors of your fish and its high protein, lipid, and mineral content promote good health and conditioning. Harvested from the clean Your Fish Stuff Black Worm Flakes. Black Worm Flakes are a special flake food made to please. Any good fish breeder will tell you that black worms are terrific for bringing any fish into good spawning condition. Fantastic and fresh. Compare our ingredients and see the difference in your fish and the clarity of your aquarium water. We don't use low-cost fillers that just contribute to higher maintenance time and cost. Better quality food will save you time, effort, and money in the long run. Your fish will look fantastic, your water will be cleaner, and you will not have to clean or place your filter pads as often. All of our foods are made in small batches of 100 pounds or less and manufactured in USA using high quality ingredients grown and processed in the United States of America. This process results in very fresh and large flakes with no preservatives, no small powder flakes that clog your filters. High quality fresh large flakes your fish are sure to love. Prices for a quarter of a pound, $6.99, half a pound, $9.99, one pound, $16.99, two pounds, $27.99, and five pounds, $66.99. To find the black worm flakes, other flakes like tropical flakes, brine shrimp flakes, and krill flakes, go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash flake foods. We're back here, and we know who our two champions are, as I've totaled the scores. So I'm about to uh, tell you the scores, and here we go. The first place winner is Mr. Donovan Barger. Congratulations, Donovan. Donovan had 800 points. The second place winner is John. He came in at 750 points. And finally, James has won. 
third place with 600 points. So I'm going to welcome Donovan on to say congratulations. Congratulations, Donovan, for being the first aquatic wetline champion. Thanks, Alex. I'm really honored. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. You're welcome. I'll uh, message you on Facebook you. for your information. Awesome. I appreciate you testing my knowledge. Hardcore. You're welcome. So you'll be getting something in the mail from your fish stuff, and I'll also send you something, too. Awesome. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank you for participating tonight. I really appreciate you being here. Oh, you're very welcome. I was looking forward to it. I totally spaced out about it today until you messaged me. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got, we got to show you that. <laughs> happy Easter. Uh, happy Easter. Oops. Sorry, I muted your mic by accident, but happy Easter. Happy Easter to you too, Alex, and everybody else on the show. Thank you. I have to get a new mouse. This mouse that I have just clicks automatically if I put weight on it, so that's why we're having oh a lot of mistakes God. tonight. Yeah. That's okay. We'll learn. Well, by next show, I'll have a new a new mouse. <laughs> Congratulations again, and happy Easter. Thanks, man. You too. Okay. Congratulations, Sean, on winning second place. <laughs> that's I never expected to come second place. <laughs> That's why I That's said like, never say never because I was the same way before. Exactly. I was so nervous coming on to the show. I'm thinking I'm not a real knowledgeable person, but I love the hobby. I love fish. It's my passion. You know, I just wish I knew more about it. I'm still learning. <laughs> so uh, which prize would you like to choose, the fish supplies or a $20 Petco gift card or a beta and beta food? Uh, just, um, just. The $20 gift card, fine. All right, perfect. And I'll I'll be sending that along with some yourfishstuff.com fish food to you. That's awesome. Love that Do you food. have a particular favorite? Um well, I know they have this crisp food out that I haven't tried. I don't know if you have that or not. Sure. Thank you so much for participating, and I really enjoyed having you on Aquatic Wetline. Happy Easter to you and your family. Same to you, and thanks for having me on here. It was a lot of fun. I was really nervous, but had fun. Thanks to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Congratulations, James, on being the third-place winner tonight. I really uh, enjoyed having you on the show tonight. Oh, man, I had a blast, man. I'd like to thank my mother for letting me have fish tanks, but I'd like to blame my fish company for my fish knowledge. It's all about crayfish right now, so I guess I got to dig back into the books. You did You did really well. Oh, I still retained a little bit of the knowledge. That's good. Which prize would you like to get, sir? Oh, I'd like to think I forgot his name, but the second prize winner, because I was hoping he wasn't going to say that better, because when you said better, it made me really play hard. I was just going to have fun at first, but it made me competitive, competitive, but I ain't even had to be. I'll take the better. Okay, cool. I'll send you a, 
a nice betta. I'll, I'll ask you what color you want on Facebook, and I'll send it to you and some nice betta food, too, and something else for uh, being here tonight. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. And let me know um, when the next game, because I'll throw a crayfish in there for the next game. It was a lot of fun, man. Awesome, that sounds good. That'll be on May 27th, I think. Okay, just keep me up, I will. I appreciate that. So that'll be, oh, anytime, you want to be, huh? that be for the second place or third place? Oh, however you want to put it. It's your game, man. I'll just donate the prize. All right, that's awesome. And I'll give you a commercial, too. That'll work. Perfect. Thank you for being here, and happy Easter to you and your family. Oh, same to you, man. You have a blessed day. You, too. Awesome. This was a pretty good show for our first trivia game. And I would like to say thank you to uh, James Jones and Donovan Barger and John Morgan for being here tonight. Um, I was expecting the eight people, then all of a sudden um, they backed out. One of them had a family emergency, so I totally understand that. Somebody else was on vacation. And then my brother Jimmy is helping my mom bake, so I gave him the night off. But all all three of those people will be on the the May 2017 episode. Once again, congratulations to Donovan Barger, John Morgan, and James Jones. I have to say that you three are the MVPs of this show because without you, there would have been no trivia game show tonight. So I really appreciate you guys being here. It means a lot to me. And I want to thank you. So on that note, we're going to end the show today. And on May 27th, Saturday, May 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to air May's edition. And hopefully by May, there will be eight contestants. This time, there's going to be three prizes. Until then, happy Easter, everybody, and good night. Second episode of Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game. May's Aquatic Trivia Game airs live on Saturday, May 27, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. Eight contestants are needed. If you want to be a part of May's Aquatic Trivia Game, please email aquaticwetline at outlook.com with your name, your location, your favorite fish, and the fish you are keeping now. You can also message me on Facebook, Alex Cardinavi and Aquatic Wetline. Don't forget the two awesome prizes, a box from your fishstuff.com and a prize from Aquatic Wetline and Aqua Alex. You get to choose from multiple prizes, including a line, better fish and fish food. So what are you waiting for? Sign up now and be a part of May 2017 Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game on May 27, 2017. This episode of the Aquatic Wetline has concluded. Aqua Alex thanks you for listening to his show. Please check out Aquatic Wetline Fishkeeping Podcast on Facebook and hit like for tropical fish facts and more. Feel free to reach Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com with any tropical fish questions. Your questions may make the show. Good night.